Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Good morning and welcome to the podcast. I'm recording this on a Monday morning and last week I had such a great week. It was the Driving While Indigenous event and so much fun, so much fun. So I just want to send a shout out to Jill Featherstone, who's a wonderful friend of mine. Jill, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of it. You did such a great job and uh, I'm excited to celebrate that with you. So What I want to talk about in this podcast today is I want to talk about relationships. And I often don't talk about that side of myself, even though I try to be really open. In some capacity, I think I do. But you know what? Relationships as boss bitches is part of life, right? So let's talk about it. I want to talk specifically about starting over. But even if you're in a relationship, you could take these tips that I'm going to share because they're going to make you a better partner. And at the end of the day, we all want to, we all want more love. I believe that we're all worthy of love and there's nothing that we have to do in order to earn love. We are just worthy of love. And so I want to talk about a little bit of my experience and some advice that if your love life is not where it wants to be or where you wish or desire it to be, not saying I have the answers. I will never say I have all the answers. But this is something that I've been working on lately and it's working for me. And I want to share it because I want us to all have that. So no matter where you are in relationships, I hope that you'll take something from this episode. So specifically starting over, but as I said, no matter where you are, I have been in a few relationships over my lifetime. I don't know how many overall, but what I will share is I've been in two relationships that were 10 years plus. So the last little while you may have heard me talk about um, ending a 10 year relationship in the summer of or the throughout the pandemic 2022. And that was uh, a partner who we did not have any kids. We didn't have anything, any shared investments or anything like that. We didn't live together for 10 years. So that was that relationship. And then I've, of course, had my younger relationship, my baby daddy relationship, that's as detailed as I'll get there was over 10 years. So the first relationship, we were married, we were young, we had three sons, we lived together like this was full on. And that was probably the biggest, well, yeah, definitely the biggest like breakup that I would have experienced to that point. So another thing that I want to just kind of leave a caveat with for this talk is that 
a lot of the stuff that I talk about, I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of healing, journaling, talking to spiritual advisors, elders, psychics, therapists, social workers, friends. Like I have talked to people. I asked questions. I read books. I was seeking the answer. And so I want to share that because this work, doing this work is not for someone who is not ready to do the work. Like this work, this is a lifestyle. So if you're not in it for the long haul and you're looking for something quick, I want to, I want to like try and soften the blow a little bit <laughs> by saying that's not possible. Like wherever you are in your journey, like healing is what is required in order for you to feel loved. And there's no end to this work. And I, I don't want to say that for someone who's like, what? Like that sounds impossible. But it's really like a, a switch in the way that you're thinking, right? Like our world has really taught us to um, get instant gratification, social media. I always say it started with microwaves. We want our food and we want it fast and take out, skip the dishes, right? Like the way that our world has changed, the way that we communicate instantly through social media or just the technology to communicate across the world, like instantly and, and in real time, like when it comes, like that's all technology, that's all part of the physical plane, the physical planet that we're on. But when it comes to our soul, our spirit, who we are, how we show up and uh, the type of love that we want, the type of loving being that we want to be, that's work that you do for the long haul. And there's no end to it, but that's a good thing. Like it's, it's on, there's no beginning, there's no ending. And you just get to jump in. And, and that means continuous growth, which means continuous improvement. Even the little steps, the little wins, that's why those are so important. And I think that's when those become even more important. When you realize that it's not just for now, this is for life. And another thing that I really want to stress is that this work is magical and it doesn't only work during good times. This is the work for the hard times. So whether things are going really well, this is going to feel really good. And if things are difficult, then it might feel harder, but you're going to have bigger wins and you're going to get to where you want to go to that next step. Cause there's always going to be a next step. That's what I'm saying. There's no end to it. It's next step, next step, next step, higher level, higher level. And it doesn't end, which is amazing. So I hope that you're following me. I hope that that makes sense. It's about healing. It's about the long haul. It's about a lifestyle. And I just feel like it was really important for me to say that. So in my first relationship, I will, you know, be open about the fact that I was lied to. I was cheated on. I was stolen from. I was emotionally abused. And this went on for repeat for a very, very long time. And it was hard to leave that relationship. We had kids together. And when I was young and when we got together, I didn't know anything about, you know, being an individual. I only knew what it meant to be a couple. And when you're young like that, that's all you want. That's all you focus on. That's all you think about. And that's where I was. And so I didn't know how to be an individual, although I knew how to be a mom. 
And so I really jumped into that role because I knew it was my responsibility to take care of my kids. And I did that. And the more that I did that, the more that I was able to sort of step away and um, not mother him because that's one, like at a lot of the time, that's what it ended up being is me taking care of him. And so I remember when I finally let go, when I finally decided, like when it came to the point where it had to end, I remember the the feeling of deciding I'm not going to support or be with that person anymore. I'm just going to let it go. And I literally felt weight lifting off of me. And it shocked me. I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize I was carrying that for so long. And I really believe that like, sometimes it takes a broken relationship for you to get there. But it's an amazing thing if you can get there to recognize that as much as we want to be responsible and support, care for, nurture our partners, I don't think, like, if I could describe the way that I felt and the way that I did it, I felt like it was my responsibility and I didn't know anything else. I didn't know anything else. But now, of course, like so many years later, I know how important it is for me to be an individual for me to care for my own energy, my spirit, love myself before I do anything else. And when I can do that, then I can show up as a better partner. So the last, the last 10 year relationship was different. Like I said, we didn't have any kids. We didn't have anything like together. And we just created a space of what our relationship was that I grew out of and it was no longer where I wanted to be. So. I hate that old phrase of we grew apart, but ideally he wasn't doing any of the work and I had grown exponentially, spiritually and emotionally. I had always been doing that work and I invited him and, you know, helped and, and all of that sort of thing, but it just wasn't something that was going to work in the long run. But these are some of the things that I learned that were so important for me to continue doing today after these relationships. So the very first one is to know yourself. Know who you are as an individual. Know what you like, know what you don't like. And obviously like stand up for yourself, speak up for yourself and put yourself first. Get, make yourself a priority. So actually I'm going to make this number one and number two. So number one is know yourself. You need to be the one that knows what you want. Spend some time thinking about what it is that you want in your life. What do you want in your relationship? Number two is love yourself. So all of those things, knowing what you want, standing up for yourself, demanding, and not in a rude way. And I don't, I don't, when I say demanding, I just mean being more assertive, knowing that you are worthy of whatever it is that you want. And when it comes to loving yourself, you need to love yourself so much that you know that you're worthy because you are worthy of love. And sometimes like I real, I spent fucking years trying to convince myself of that. And I know that I'm worthy of love now. I'm, I still deal with some of those, like still struggle with it, you know, a tiny bit, but I know it 98% more than I ever did. You're worthy of love. And when we have relationships that are not where we want them to be, we sometimes forget that. We think that we're only worthy of what we've received. But that's not true. We think we're only worthy of the love that's actually coming to us, but that's not true because that's what you've allowed. That's what you have 
um, given permission for in your life, in your relationship, because that's maybe that's all you knew, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But once you become aware, then it's your responsibility to do something about it. So number one is know yourself. Number two is love yourself because you're worthy of love. And number three is once you've created that, you know who you are, you love who you are. Number three is you have to hold your energy. You need to create an energy of who you are and you need to be able to love yourself so much and care for yourself so much that anyone who comes into your life or your energy has to match your energy. Otherwise, they don't come. And that might sound a little scary, but I want you to think about the first part of it. You're knowing yourself, you're loving yourself. Nothing else matters. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all. This is the, what I've learned is the most respectful thing that I could do for people that I love is love myself so much that if they want to come into my energy, they're going to feel it because I'm not doing any good if I'm concerned and worried about a partner or a family member. And instead of holding my energy and raising my energy and loving myself, doing the opposite of going to worry, going to the stress energy, then how am I helping? I hope you see what I mean when I say that. Like you need to hold your energy. You need to create the high energy so that they can come to you and they will know. And this is like something that's unspoken. Like words may never be exchanged on this and people might not be conscious of it. But in order for them to come to you, they need to match your energy. It's just like this magical thing. <laughs> so that's number three. You need to hold your energy. And number four is just you repeat. You repeat this over and over and over for the rest of your life. And it gets better and better and better. It doesn't get harder. It gets easier because you, you're, you have to change your mindset. You need to uh, change the way that you're thinking. Because you need to do this on repeat. And if what you're thinking is the opposite of what I just shared, especially in a negative capacity, if you're, if you're doing your own thing and it's working, that's great. Send me advice. I'd love to hear it. But if what you're doing is not working, I encourage you to try these things and, and do it on repeat. And anytime that anything comes up in any relationship that you have, a romantic relationship or family relationship, it's up to you to step back and do this again and do it again and do it again for eternity. And I promise you, you're going to level up every single time. It's not about, you know, doing it one time and then you're back in the slump and doing it one time and then you're back in the slump. The slump gets higher and higher and you get so much more like a cushion and you're creating a nurturing energy for yourself. So a couple of ways that I, I did this, and th I have a podcast episode that I wanted to encourage you to listen to. It's episode number 32, and it's called The Law of Attraction Journey. And so I talk a little bit about how I got into this work. And I don't remember if in that episode, I, well, I talk about Abraham Hicks, for sure. So um, if you're not familiar, or if you are familiar, listen to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. And you can put Abraham Hicks relationships, or you can put Abraham Hicks feeling sad, or Abraham Hicks need to pick me up. Like you can put whatever you want in YouTube. And there's so many videos that are inspiring of people that are having like real conversations with Abraham. And like, I will listen to that over and over and over. 
And if I'm not in a good high energy mood, I will just play Abraham Hicks videos until I get it, until I feel it, until I raise my vibe and raise my energy. Another person you can listen to is Louise Hay. So Louise Hay does a lot of self-love affirmations, healing affirmations. And again, you can find it free on YouTube. And sometimes what I would do is I would just play the videos, just like if I'm cleaning or doing laundry or whatever, cleaning my room, I'll just play this. Or as I'm driving, I'll just let them play. And I'll repeat the affirmations. I'll listen to the messages. And if I find a message that I like, I will listen to that message 10 times. Because our minds need to be exposed to a new thought. I don't know how many times, but like 10 or 20 times. If we've heard a negative thought, let me put it this way. If we've heard a negative thought 50 times throughout our life or 500 times throughout our life, then we need to hear the opposite in order to start changing our thoughts 501 times. So it's a practice. It's something that you can do when it comes to self-love and finding ways to know yourself and love yourself and holding your energy. It takes repetitive work. And there's no losing. There's no losing. You're lovable. You are worthy. And this is possible. I totally believe it. That's the message I want to share with you today. And um, I hope that something in this message resonated with you. I hope that something helps. And if it did, please send me a message on Instagram at jessicadumas.ca. And yeah, and come back for more. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins. Because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca. Thank you.